Welcome to the Finding Backcountry Podcast with your host, Dustin Whitwer. I am Dustin Whitwer, and this is the Finding Backcountry Podcast. Follow along on my journey of learning from the best backcountry hunters each week as we explore valuable information I use to find success in the backcountry. Let's get to the show. Welcome back to another Two Bucks Podcast episode. I'm your host, Brian Krebs, and I have Dustin Whitwer here from the Finding Backcountry Podcast. And, you know, I originally found Dustin on Instagram, and what drew me to your page was the... Um, the horses, hunting with horses, because it's been on my mind more and more every year because, you know, we're, more and more we're trying to get into deeper and deeper spots, and I'm realizing, like, it sucks. <laughs> like, just climbing some mountains sometimes, it's bru- it can be brutal. And so I've always been kind of curious about what it's like hunting with horses, but then obviously I did some research and saw that you're also a podcaster, you're building brands, and then we've been talking a little bit about that. And so I'm excited to just kind of talk all of it with you um, tonight, Dustin. But how are you doing? Good. Good, man. How are you? Doing good. Doing. Um, trying to get a bunch of uh, work done for the holidays. I'm sure you're feeling that as well. Um, trying to think about, like, oh, when shows need to be recorded so they can get uploaded in time so I don't have to work on Christmas. And Well, what's what's funny, you know, if you're any sort of, you know, entrepreneur that's um, – you know, more of a side hustle than a full blown entrepreneur. Like I am, um, I'm actually looking forward to Christmas break. Cause I can, like, I, I actually took a week off my real job and I'm, I'm like, man, this is going to be nice to just sit down and like knock out a whole bunch of podcasts between Christmas and new year's and write some articles and put some content out and stuff for my little side hustles. So I'm anyway, the same just, way just for on- the stuff I can control. And so I've got like, I've got this little book here that I keep and it's just like my little business composition book of ideas and things I need to do. And so, yeah, I'm going to, I'm super excited to knock these out. I also got to paint the basement. I got to do some chores around the farm. (laughs) Um, But what's terrifying to me is, you know, all of a sudden, if I get behind, because most of our shows, we have a guest. I don't do, I do a couple of like deep dive topics on both shows, the two bucks and the Western rookie, obviously like the two bucks will take like a deep dive. I think we did one deep dive into like starting a podcast. We did one deep dive into like my experiences with sponsors and partnerships, but most of the shows it's with a guest. And then I'm like, Oh man, I got to like make sure I get all my guests before Christmas. Cause who knows what it's going to be like, you know, like yeah, I'm on Christmas all week or we're going skiing or, you know, now I'm traveling for new years and, and it's, yeah. I haven't missed an episode yet. So we're, this will be like 73 or 74 on this show. Um, we're just about to crack 100 on the Western Rookie, and I haven't. I only did about half of those. Um, we had a different podcast host before that show, so I'm just paranoid to not miss. I do one a week for both shows, and they both have guests, and so it's just a lot of logistics getting guests lined up. Well, it's, it's like I told you before we hit record you were asking about my podcast and I, I don't know how level, you know, you might have spot, you probably have sponsors and you're a little more official than me, <laughs> but if, if, if it is, if it is, and you gotta, you know, you gotta meet the contracts and the, the agreements and stuff, an episode a week or whatever. But that's what I like about mine is it's, it's more just, honestly, it was just selfish, right? Like I just, 
wanted to do the same thing you're doing, right? Hit up guys that had something interesting on social uh, horses or, you know, guys that I looked up to or that I thought were getting it done. And um, so I just started a podcast, right? And because, you know, not everyone wants to just randomly talk on a, what is it, Wednesday night. But when you're like, yeah, you want to get on my podcast? It's like, oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) So well, it's a a good network building thing. And so I just kind of use it flexibly. A phenomenal network building tool. Um, And you probably noticed this, but I love going on other people's podcasts because I get to like show up. I get to chill out. You know, I know I'm going to sound great because I have my own board and my own headset. So I'm calling in with phenomenal audio and I can just, you know, be myself, you know, answer questions. Um, It's kind of different, you know, when you're getting thrown questions instead of like planning questions. I don't write anything down to plan for a single podcast. Like I I knew we're going to talk tonight. I knew a couple things I wanted to talk to you about, but I don't make notes. I just go. And, and But it's a little different when someone's just asking you questions, right? Because you don't really know what's going to come. But the nice thing is when you hit end, you're done. You know, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to edit it. You don't have to move files around. You don't have to go grab um, pictures for the launch and do the show notes. And the sponsors, like you mentioned, yeah, um, I don't have to worry about talking about the sponsors. I do ad reads and, and you know, luckily the sponsors that I have are amazing. Every, I got three brands that we work with. I love each and every one of them. Two of them are super casual. I mean, there wasn't even a contract. We did That's we did nice. we did a partnership on a product swap for like we kind of figured out ballpark this number, that number of equal value. We're both happy, good. Um and they're like, Great, show up at the warehouse on Friday, we'll we'll load you up and so I did and I left and then, you know, I'm emailing them all the time. Like, Hey, what do you want to do here, there, the other thing. And then the third one. So those are like steelhead outdoors, a gun safe company, just doing awesome products. Um, modular gun safes. You probably appreciate that. You can carry your, you can take your gun safe apart and, and put it into your house. Like I carried each panel in one by one. They recommend two people, but you can do it by one person and set it up. And if you move, you bring it with you. you, you know, you take every panel off yeah. again and it's still fire insulated, same size, same everything. But yeah, they're super great people to work with. And then the Maverick blinds, like the, they're just a, a dream to work with. Um, the third one, go hunt. You, I'm sure you're aware of go hunt. You're familiar. You're a Western hunter. They had a lot more process. They, it's, they've done this a lot. You know, they're, yeah. they're sponsoring big time shows and they're really making sure they dot their I's and cross their T's, but they're still phenomenal to work with. I mean, it's easy. I think my show is like 40 regular episodes and 18 bonus episodes is my contract. And I have to have them on two a year, you know, somebody from the go hunt team on yeah. two shows, but that's like, it's like, dude, I'd have you guys on 10 shows. Like you guys are, you're like a wealth <laughs> of Western hunting knowledge. You can come on every show if you want, you know? And so it's been, it's that side of it hasn't been too bad, really. It, it, I'm always nervous about it. Like I always want to make sure I'm providing enough value, to, you know, and delivering what I said it was. And it's hard. Like sometimes it's hard to like get those conversions and sales driven, but. Yeah. Yeah. It always, it always muddies the waters, man, a little bit. Um, you know, and, and there's right way to do it and there's wrong ways to do it. And there's no, you know, it's not that black and white, but you know, you and I both can, we, you can smell it a mile away. Um, when somebody's not doing it right, right. They're maybe promoting a service they don't believe in Mm, or, you know, they, they, they're just doing it for the money literally or whatever. Um, 
as opposed to, you know, people who are doing it authentically in the right way. And um, yeah, every one of my sponsors, I used their product first and then I chose to, you know, reach out about a partnership. I, and, and so, and every single person that's ever reached out to me, um, that's, you know, they initiate like, Hey, we want to sponsor or partner or whatever. I mean, I think it's just dumb luck, but I haven't, I haven't been interested in any of them. And, and eventually maybe hopefully I get to the point where, you know, maybe a brand like Nosler or Tacticam or Vortex reaches out. I'm like, Oh yeah, of course I'll work with you guys. Like I really like your products, but it's always been, you know, you've probably had these emails too, where they like, they're just like phishing websites and you know, it's almost like an automated, we love yeah. what you're doing on X website. Let's partner. And so I just, yeah, not interested. Sorry guys. I, you know, if I don't use your product, if I don't use your product and you reach out and you want to sponsor me, I mean, we're going to start with like, send me one. Let's make sure it's a good fit. Like I'll use it for six months or three months. It depends on what it is. I mean, if you, if you want to send me a pack, well, it's going to take nine months cause it's December and I'm not, using packs for the next nine months right so yeah there definitely is but i like what you said about the podcasting because there's been some people i've had conversations with that never in a million years would just answer my phone call and talk to me for an hour (laughs) it's like a cheat it's a little hack to like have some really cool conversations with some really cool people that you would otherwise like you're not you're not even batting in the same league you know they're they're mlb all-stars and you're playing peewee football or something (laughs) yeah yeah, I am not one of those guys for you. I'm just a, <laughs> I'm just a normal guy, but no. I know what you mean because I've I've had those guests on my podcast. <laughs> you mentioned your brother, so is it you and your brother as like the full time hosts of the show, and then sometimes you have a guest, or or is how does your sh- what's like how did you choose your show, like what you wanted to do? Because you talked about like I just wanted to talk about things that were interesting to me. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> It's been so long now. I can't remember the exact, exact reason that I, I'll, 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 I'll tell you how it started. Um, I am, I'm a huge, I'm a student of, of a guy named Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. Okay. And, um, he's very much the, some of the core things that I love about him are these ideas that, um you know and he's written books and big he's new york business guy or whatever but he's he's so like you know he's not anything like if you don't never heard of him he's nothing like you're thinking he's not like a you know elon musk or a right you know jeff bezos or anything like that he's he's completely off the off the hook like completely different mm-hmm. and approaches things completely different and one one major thing that i that i've that i've really taken to heart and it's it's probably gotten me further and made more decisions easy for me is um this idea of bringing value to 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 whether it's customers or just an industry that you want to be in or something that you want to do down the road or whatever bring in the value first right and this is right this is very much common um in the world in in the hunting industry uh, with young kids, with old people, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter from what I've seen is there's so many people, right? You, you've probably had it. Right. Um, I want to, I want to, I want to get in the hunting industry. How do I get paid to, to hunt or whatever? Yeah. And, and it just starts there. Right. And they, they almost expect that because they went on one hunt that, 
you know, that some company's going to give them a job or that they're going to get sponsored or they're going to get all these, you know, kickbacks or whatever. And um, I took that Gary V thing to heart years ago um, by literally starting a podcast with no business plan, no plan to make money. I didn't have sponsors. I still don't have a single sponsor on my podcast. Um, you know, and I'm 120 something, 125 episodes in, uh, over six or seven years now. Right. I kind of spaced out, but, um, and, and the, the whole point, and I, and I knew like deep down that I was building equity with listeners for something. I didn't know what it was. But I've always known that I've, I, I either will have a business idea that I would want to launch a product or launch mm-hmm. a service or, or that I just wanted my foot in the door. You know, I wanted to get the, the Aaron Snyder's or, you know, the Mark Smith's or these, you know, anybody that's tied in the industry that could get me, you know, again, it's, it's networking. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, so it was twofold. I wanted to, I wanted to start building equity so that I could cash in on that at some point. Right. And, and be able to say five years down the road, and I've got the example right behind me. Right. But five years down the road, let's say, Hey, you guys have been listening to my podcast for free. Obviously they're free. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a single, you know, no offense. Cause you might have little intros or we're, we just cut for a, a sponsorship deal, but I, I don't have that. Right. And right. and that's to each his own, right. It doesn't matter. It's just how I have it. Um, and so then I could say, Hey, remember all those hundred and whatever episodes, like if you want to give back at this point, like if you want to support me, which I haven't asked for, like maybe buy my backpack food service business that you're probably going to use anyway. Right. Cause you guys do backpacking stuff. Cause that's the crowd that I, I run with. And now they're almost like, they're not guilted into it, but I really like that feeling better because I've been on both sides of businesses where, you know, you're begging for people to buy your thing. (laughs) I'll give you an example, right? I used to sell insurance. Right. I mean, it was like, it was, it was the worst three years of my life just because you were not because you had to hustle, but because you were trying to sell something to someone that they didn't want to buy. Right. Sucks. Yeah. Right. And now I actually work for a company where people call us. Right. And it's awesome. Like we sell these epic, you know, toys that guys want and it's a whole different feel. Right. And and so anyway, I just I I knew that that day would come at some point. And so that's why I started the podcast underlying below that is I wanted I wanted that network. And I knew like you like we've already said that these guys, I mean, at the top, probably the top pinnacle of my of my podcast is um, a guy named Jim Shockey, right? That like, just, I just reached out to randomly and I wish it was in the last 18 episodes and not the first 18 when he said yes, because I didn't know what I was doing. Um, But like I had Jim Shockey on and I chatted with him for an hour. It was like the coolest hour of my life. My episodes cost me money. Like I have an editor that I pay and everything, but it's been more than worth just that network alone, uh, let alone the info, right. That I'm getting from all these guys. Like, dude, I'm a, like, I'm a guy that's trying to be a hardcore mule deer trophy mule deer hunter. And I've banked some serious 
learning curve, you know, information from these guys like Jeremy Duggar and Mark Smith and Jason Carter, right. And Travis Hobbs and Scotty Thompson. And the list goes on and on and on of all these guys that I've had on. And so it, you know, there's a lot of different things that I've pulled from it. Um, but that's why I started it. My brother is not, uh, I don't have a co-host. It's just me. Okay. Uh, he's been on as much as anyone. And frankly, he knows more about killing big mule deer than I do, um, if that's the topic. But yeah, so that that's kind of where that rooted from. And we can take it from there because there's a million things. But yeah, that's it was it was really just part of it was to bring value up front. That's interesting you say that because it's I've noticed the same thing with this business podcast, because now, you know, I've talked to 73 people that in some way, shape, or form are leading a brand, whether it's a personal brand. I kind of break it into three categories. There's product companies, there's service companies, and there's content companies, right? So like you and I, we're both in the content business. I actually have a beard oil business too. So I kind of dabble in the product business. I don't have a service business. I'm thinking about, you know, there's always ideas. Um, but somewhere, you know, everyone's in one of those three. And now after talking to 70-some of them, you, you start to pick up some incredible knowledge. You know, one of the, like one of the ones I had, I, I reached out to, uh, his name's Milo McCannon, uh, does outdoor e-commerce as his brand. And it was like episode eight. So I'm new, I'm fresh off the boat. And, um, and he starts talking about like economics of your product and your sales and your LTV and, and, you know, do you have, so, you know, if it's going to cost you $12 in advertising to get that person to convert after 20 some touch points, does your product have $12 of economic headroom, right? Do you have $12 in profit? If you do, great. You can scale indefinitely. If you don't, See, now we need to look at how do we increase order value? How do we increase lifetime this, value? You know, all these things yeah, are. This, 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 see, this is the thing though. This guy, there's two, there's two ways to skin that cat. And that guy is extremely business savvy. I can tell you right now, he gets, he even knows what LTV stands for and all these things, right? Like right. he, he's get, he gets the business side of it. Yeah. I even have a business degree from college <laughs> yeah. and I still don't get all of that side of it. Right. I can't sit and tell you right now what my acquisition cost per customer acquisition cost LTV. I don't know that stuff. And I, and frankly, like the only thing that I'm good at is just flat out over indexing on what I talked about of providing value, right. because here's, here's the punchline to all that stuff. And he's right. Guys like that will always be successful, right? Because they get it. Like they're, right. they're almost like the, the CFO side of the business, right? Like they, they get how to make the machine run, right? Attention is always going to be the number one asset, right? Like that's stolen right from Gary V. Attention is the number one asset. And so I'm going to lose in the micro on all those things that he talked about, because I don't like, right. I'll give you a, for, I'll give you a, for instance, and I've, I've done it on purpose. Okay. This is, this is the, the, um, you know, the uh, experiment that I've done with this, this Gary V type theory is I, I have this backpack food business, right? That I finally, I had this idea and I'm like, man, you know, real simple, but like there should be uh, a full blown, like out of the box kit for a full day's worth of backpack food, right? Picture breakfast, lunch, dinner, 
snacks, like three, four different snacks. Okay. Uh, drink mixes, coffee if you drink it, all this, anything that I would put in a full backpack days worth of food, right? And, and that was my business model. And so guys can get on, they, they can build their day of food and they can see the, um, you know, their, their calories. They can see the weight of what right. they've added, the calories per ounce, like all the crucial info that you would want for your backpack food. Stuff that I was doing manually, right? Back in the right. day, I, still I was at manually. Walmart <laughs> on the way to the trailhead grabbing, you know, uh, uh trail mix economy bag right scaling it on my tailgate hoping i didn't forget a day putting them all in mini ziplocs right and it was a mess and it, and then at the end of the year you know about this time of year or in a couple months you'd pull out your old food that was moldy and you had you know 73 dollars worth of jerky that went bad it was just a mess right so that's where that idea came from it's been awesome it's been great that's one of the things I chose to cash in some of that equity that I've got from people in the industry, right? And it's been doing good. Well, then I'm like, man, I got all this food kind of not laying around, but I've just, I'm in this like backpack food business. I think I'm going to start this subscription box. Okay. okay? But <clears throat> here's the kicker is I thought, you know, subscription boxes are, they're tough because like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a very fret. You're, your razor thin margins, right back to your, your yeah. guy that knows all the business stuff. He would look at it and he'd go, dude, you got, if you're going to be successful at this, like you would have to hit this and that many subscribers. And can you actually sustain this and this and this, right? Here's the punchline. I decided that I don't care. I'm willing to lose money on the subscription box if it gets people into the ecosystem so that then in the fall, they order, they say, man, I love all these snacks. And like right. 60% of them, this guy offers on his backpack food. And I hate doing my backpack food too. Now I'm in their ear already because I send out a, a, a subscription box that I charge them shipping out the door totals 34.50. I'm telling you, I'm putting like 45.50 in this thing, like meat sticks and jerky and a freeze dried in every single box. And it's way over indexed for what they're paying. Right. But the punchline is I don't care. Cause it's a way that I'm bringing value again. Right. I'm literally bringing value. And this is like my loss leader. Almost, yeah, I was just where gonna say loss leader. People in the door. Right. That's why they put milk cheap and in the way back of the grocery store. Cause it gets you in the door and you never come out with just milk. Right. You always end up with Oops, you always end up with, you know, right. 14 other things if you didn't bring a cart and 78 things if you do are dumb enough to bring a cart. So anyway, it gets them in the door. I'm over indexing with an actual product where I'm bringing way more value than I'm getting out of it. And it's just a cool little experiment and we'll see how it goes. I just launched it. So well, that sounds awesome. And so is it all, is it, is it on brand with like food? Like it seems like it's, is it all like food related things? Like maybe a drink yeah. mix, maybe a, a, a coffee, um, back country coffee, uh, setup, but it's, it, you know, it's not like you're throwing in like a $2 pocket knife, you know, like, is that you're staying on well, brand with the food stuff? I, yeah. I mean, I can do whatever I want. Right. And right. I'll, I'll give you a, for instance here, um, I'll pull up my last, month subscription box and this was a fun one because um it was the december box right and so i got a little cute like i did i did all so this is everything that was in that box p 
peak, the big one was the peak biscuits and gravy. Like, okay, that's a yeah, huge hit. Everyone loves the peak biscuits and gravy. Uh, this a new one called Range, yeah, Range Meal Bar, which is kind of just like a big dense uh, meal bar. Then there was a beef stick, uh, Jack Link's jerky little uh, pouch. Uh, two of these, like a kind, uh, kind of mini granola bar deal. A Cliff Bar, right? Some of these you'll recognize, some of them you won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, honey Stinger Chews, uh, Pomegranate Passion flavor, uh, Sweet and Salty Trail Mix, a Mountain Ops Ignite Pack, right, from okay. your sweater, uh, Wilderness Athlete, their arch nemesis, a uh, <laughs> couple of those, you know, uh, energies and focus. Well, then I'm like, you know what? Let's throw in a candy cane because it's Christmas and like a little, you know, Christmas uh, hostess cake, right? Just yeah. like. So we, you know, we just kind of get fun with it. I think in the January box, there's going to be like a hand warmer, right? Kind of like a, yeah. you know, just like a little pack of hand warmers because I don't care. I can do whatever I want with it and keep it fun and, you know, maybe keep people interested. But yeah, in general, it's on brand. It's backpack food for the most part, all these different types of snacks. You know, it's not a full day's worth of food, but it's just um, a variation of whatever I decided to throw in that month. Okay. And so then does like anything food related, like I've got multiple buddies and I've had multiple people on the podcast, like even um, Alpine Ranch, they started a a freeze dried company and some of the logistics and headaches you got to go through to to prepare food um, is a nightmare. So do you, is your, like you, it sounds like for the most part, you're sticking to things that are already prepackaged and, and you're just putting them in one box. 100%. 100%. That's my secret, right? Is it's all, it's all individually wrapped um, to even to the extent that I have what's called, um, I stole this, I guess, from Aaron Snyder's the one that told me about it, but uh, it's called a butthole sandwich, a, a b-hole sandwich. And it's, it's a bagel. Uh, right. With peanut butter or, or something. A bagel, a bacon, peanut butter and honey. Right. And you can understand why it's named what it's named, but uh, that was tricky. That was everything else has been fairly easy, but that I had to find individually packaged bagels and individually pre-cooked package of a strip of bacon. Yeah. Uh, and then the peanut butter and the honey's, you, you know, pretty easy, but yeah, yeah every, everything pre-packaged. So I don't have a food handlers permit, you know, I'm just throwing in stuff that's pre-packaged. Uh, but 99% of it's, you know, normal stuff that you'd be buying like that anyway. Yeah. That'd be super cool. Um, like you said, it's like a loss leader, but then you look at your like LTV of that customer. And that's kind of what Milo was saying. Like, if you don't have the economics on your first order to pay off your acquisition costs, like if you advertise or do digital, he's like, that's not the end of the world. We just got to make sure that your LTV like is high enough that you're eventually going to become profitable. And so for you, it might be like, yeah, we might, we might make any money on some boxes. Maybe we do. Maybe at the end, like if someone subscribes for 12 months, will break even but the real key is that they're gonna they're gonna order a couple of these day pack or nine days you know ideally like they're going on a nine day elk hunt they're gonna get just nine days worth of food there and and that's where you make your money kind of like you know uh, john taffert you're kind of going off of john taffert with bar rescue where he's like i don't care what your margins are in food just don't lose money because if they order the food they're gonna get two more drinks and we're making 80 percent margins on those drinks yeah yeah well and you know, it's, that's a good point. Right. And, and, and even think longer term here, um, you know, eventually if this keeps going, 
and like maybe I maybe I produce my uh, maybe I go and start producing my own bar or freeze dried mill or right. drink mix or something along that nature, right? And and then that's you know jackpot, right? Because now I'm into the better margins and I've built up of uh you know a, a culture and I've built up a community and it's like hey try mm-hmm. you know maybe I still offer the good ones like Peak and Alpine and all these that I'll have. But I also have, you know, the backpack logistics brand and, you know, my margins are way higher, obviously, right? Vertical integration. So, yeah, you know, there's a lot of different ways and it, it really just comes down to, you know, how long can I, you know, can I just keep pumping that system and that, that process and hold my breath, right? If I can hold my breath, like the longer I can hold my breath, the better it gets, you know? Yeah, and the bigger you get, like if you can start ordering things, like if you're ordering like a crate of peanut butter pouches and a crate of this and a crate of that, I mean, you're going to be 50% of what you're paying for it at the grocery store or at Costco. And and then that, and then you probably will like because then you can say like, "Oh, it's valued at 45 bucks or it's valued at 50 bucks." But right. it's only costing you 25 to put it together and you're selling it for 35. So you're, you know, you're you're providing more value than they're paying for it, but you're doing it at a scale that you, you're not, you know, hung out to dry yourself, which is awesome. I mean, and I like the thought, I have a subscription service on the beard oil and it's nice to like, no, you can look it up. Like, it's not very big. I don't push it really hard yet, but we're going to start. And it, the thought of just being able to look at like, I got, you know, a hundred subscribers that are buying these many products. So I need this many products per month at base and you can kind of forecast, you know, you can be like, do I do a, you know, do I order the next replacement order at this volume or that volume? Right. And then do I get that economy of scale? And so that's one of the things I just had a phone call with Warren Holder. I don't know if you know him. Um, He's uh, he's from Montana. I don't know what state you're in, but you're obviously in the West. Um, Wyoming. Okay. So you're in the, the like more rugged version of Montana. (laughs) <laughs> and so uh, he's from Raised Hunting. They have a TV show, but he does digital marketing. And we're talking about, like, getting subscriptions going and and providing, you know, he does creative digital advertising. So, like, long format, well, not long format, but, like, a 60-second video, right, is the ad. And so I was thinking with your, um, the day the day food, the day pack, or the meals, that would make such a good ad because, like, you could just give one to someone and just say, Hey, like video, like vlog every time you reach into this bag for a day, like start to finish just vlog. And you take like five, 10 seconds, like, Oh, for breakfast, we're pulling out the, you know, biscuits and gravy for lunch. We got two strips of, you know, our snack. We got two strips of freeze dried bacon and a cheese stick. And, you know, and you just vlog, you put all that together and you show like how excited they are. Maybe get lucky enough a big six point bull walks out and you get that on camera while you're eating your your you know bacon strip and like that could be a great ad and you're like super unique i haven't seen a single i mean i've spent eight years hunting the west two years or three years doing this podcast thinking about business and i've been a gear junkie my entire life i've never seen anything on the market that's like a one-stop shop for your food system like there's a lot of freeze-dried companies out there there's a lot of people eating tuna packets and and you know uh, what are those stinger things? I don't eat them, but no one's putting it all together. as like a full service. Like you're really offering people a service at that. It, it's a product, but it's also a service. Like you're saving them the step of going grocery shopping when they're already trying to plan their hunt. Yeah. So yeah. I thought that could go really cool over like a digital ad. Yeah. yeah. So, 
Anyway, I didn't even mean to get it into all that for you, but you know that it's we just business. started about the podcast, and <laughs> and that's that was kind of one of the byproducts of the podcast. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm 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 just listen. There's there's never been a better opportunity with with the internet and social, and you know the whole thing is right here on my phone, right? Like right. we have computers that are so. Anyway, you 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 have an entire network right you have like a fox and an abc and an nbc right here in your hand right and so what that means for better or for worse right because we all i know that there's there's bad that comes with you know everybody has a platform right yeah like and and sometimes as hunters we dig our own graves with that because guys can post up people can post up stupid stuff right? Treating animals inappropriately or doing something that's not ethical in hunting or whatever that right. gives us a black eye. But on the flip side, you know, what, what you can do with it is you, you can use that to literally make money doing whatever you want to do, right? You just have to figure out how to unlock that, that door. Um, but it's there, it's there for everyone. You can, you know, you can do it in the evenings. I mean, in 1940, what were you going to do in the evening? You were, if you got George. another job, you're going to go work a second job, right? For someone else. Like, yeah. it's not like you could sit at home on your computer and start a website blog and gain followers in your, you know, in the, as a, as a side hustle and then monetize that. It's, it's crazy. Right. And so, you know, I just, I think that, I think that stuff I realized years ago that that something of that nature was worth, it was worth it, right? It was worth whatever extra cost I've incurred. It's worth all the hours that I've put in because it's no BS. It's my passion, right? Like that's the underlying punchline here is that you have to choose the thing first that you love because if you don't, you'll burn out, right? Like there's even been times with this, my own podcast that's for crying out loud, it's talking about backcountry hunting in general, right? And usually it's even more more selfish. I'm just talking about mule deer hunting with guys. But there's even been times with that where I'm like, ah, oh, do I really need a podcast tonight or frick? I got to get that other episode. And so if you if it's not your passion, you'll burn out, right? But if it is, if it is your passion and you choose that, like, dude, the the world's at your fingertips, right? And, and that's worth it's worth fighting for if you're not happy with what you're doing or where you're at or what job you work for. A lot of people are meant to be the number three, four, five, some employee at a company. A lot of people aren't, but a lot of people aren't. And I know them because I was those people. You're in that situation where you're just like, frick, man, like this isn't it, right? Like you're 38, like I'm almost going to be. And you're thinking, man, like, is this really it for me? Like, I'm going to do this another 24 years and then be done. Like if you're that guy, then like you got no excuses, right? It's all right here. Right. And you can start doing this kind of stuff, right? I just started a podcast and I just got my foot in the door with people in the industry. And, you know, we did the same similar thing with social media and, you know, maybe we'll talk about this, this kind of rebrand and and website or whatever, but like the beauty of it is, is the possibilities are endless. And if you want it, you can go get, that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. I think podcasting is a unique form of entrepreneurship where it can be anything from a very casual hobby, which we all have to a 
a full-time career, some of the most lucrative careers you can really, I mean, at the, you know, you look at the top, like Rogan, he does 10 million views an episode. I mean, it's, it's insane. And so it's like one of the most lucrative careers you can possibly have on the top end and everything in between. But what's nice about it is if you have a job at all, right, you have any sort of job and you, you know, have managed to avoid like certain, you know, life crises, right? You're just a normal dude or a normal gal living life. You can start a podcast like Dan Matthews, who started the West or he was the lead of the Western rookie before me. He had this dream to start a podcast. He was number one on the this show. He helped me get into it. And then I had him on as a first guest because he was a podcaster. And I figured if I bomb, he'll know what to do. <laughs> he can carry the conversation. He started with his iPhone. He started with his iPhone and, and just set up in between two people. And he started podcasting with his buddies. And now he's a full-time podcaster. And so, like, you don't I, – I chose. I know I saved up. I spent a little bit of money. I chose to start with a road, you know, mixer board and the and the mics and the headset and everything but even that like that's a one-time thing it costs there's a lot of platforms out there you can host for free i edit i do everything myself on every business everything i've ever done i always do it myself the only thing i've ever paid for is i paid for one picture that i wanted for one of my websites and it was 50 bucks to buy that picture of an elk from a photographer Mm -hmm. but you know like you mentioned you have an editor and i do all that myself just because i'm cheap but, like, other than that, I have a website that costs me $12 a month. It's $6 for the domain name and, like, $6 for something else. Um, dirt cheap. I can host this indefinitely, and I don't have to make a dollar ever. I could have 100,000 people listening to it a week and no sponsors and just have a great time, a great show, and, and build that network out. But I can sustain it forever. There's not a lot of companies out there that you can start and sustain forever without any money coming in there really isn't i mean you know you you like with your with the subscription box like you wouldn't be able to sustain it forever selling a box for 35 that you're costing 45 you know eventually you're like all right this doesn't make sense anymore you got plans and you got other things working but you need those other things to pay off at some point and they probably will because you you know you're thinking about it you start you got a network you got a whole strategy right but you know you can't just like Start a cement company and not get any business and keep it going. Like your yeah. your you your debt, your liabilities, everything just eats away at you if you don't. But podcasting's different. Podcasting you can do forever. Yeah, it's, it could take it's five all, years to pay off. It's it's all it's all different, right? To to some extent, like websites are relatively cheap. Podcasting's relatively cheap. All the social media platforms are free, last time I checked. Yeah. Right. Like you can get on LinkedIn and blog. You can get on Instagram and put up epic photos. You can get on Facebook. You know, you can go on Twitter and be and be witty and humorous or whatever. Right. Like those are all free ways to build followings or whatever. So a lot of it is, you know, is like you said, it's free and and dirt cheap. And yeah, I mean. Anyway, no, 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 no excuse. Right. If it's if it's your thing, if it's like you know, if it's your passion, if it's something that you want to pursue and, and think that you want to make money out of, you're not sure how yet, just start like I did and just upfront bring equity, right. And, and yeah. guilt people into doing your thing whenever you figure it out. Right. That's, that was a big conversation that I had with a few guys at work that were, you know, not that they're looking to leave 
or anything, but they were just kind of like, oh, I'd like a little side hustle or something like your backpack food thing. And I'm like, well, what is it? And they're like, well, I don't know. Well, what are you into? Like maybe one or two or three things. We'll start there, right? And they didn't, they didn't do it. And, um, you know, it, it actually motivated me to do kind of this rebrand that I'm talking about or whatever. But um, yeah, it's, it's there for anyone that, that will do it. And if you tell me you don't have the time, like that's, you know, right? you're just not making the time, right? We, we all have an hour or two a week really is all this kind of stuff we're talking usually takes um and so yeah it's it's just cool it's a cool time to be yeah to be in it and, and using it there's so many cool ideas that i've talked to people about um that are people are doing some cool stuff to decide everything from side gig to full-time um it's really is like there's no better time to to try it to start and you know it's kind of like your network is your net net worth and and it's it is true. Like the more, you know, the, who, you know, the circles you're in, you know, your friend group, you know, there's a lot of common sayings that everyone's heard, but the one I like is show me your five best friends and I'll show you your future or the five people you spend the most time with. And I'll show you your future. And it's true. Like if you're hanging out with a bunch of dudes that, and gals that are just killing it, you know, they're, you know, starting businesses and they're, they're fired up and they're passionate and they're chasing their dreams. They don't even have to be remotely related to yours, but you're going to, you're going to start doing something, right? Someone's, well, and, you, and, it's just contagious. Yeah, and, and even, even to take that one step further, right? Cause, cause again, maybe you work at a job with a bunch of losers, right? Maybe you're flipping burgers at Mickey D's. I don't know. Right. And you're just like, well, frick, like I spend nine hours a day with these losers. Like, what does that mean about me? Right. But, yeah, but back to the socials and the web and everything like that, you, you can, you can override that day that, you know, if, if you're stuck with those people in the day, you can override that with, with maybe, you know, let's right. say the top five social pages or websites that you spend your time on or whatever, you know, it's, it's, it's not, I don't think it's quite as simple as like just the, the X number of hours but more so like what you're, what you're letting in come in your mind. You right. Know? It would and be you more can like work the... around. You, you can work around that with people and not let it infiltrate your mind to some extent and then go on to, you know, again, your favorite website at the end of the day or get in your favorite book or whatever. And that's really the top five that you're talking that you're putting into your mind. You know, it's the people you're choosing to be around, right? Like, yeah, yeah everyone's go. got coworkers they hate and they're like, I'm never going <laughs> to. Yeah. Um, not me. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I'm not me either. Um, the people I work with are generally cool dudes and, and a couple of gals. Most of it's dudes, though. Um, yeah. No, like the guy, if you're flipping burgers at McDonald's, you're not choosing to hang out with that other person. That's a good, that's a good point. But when you go home or a Friday night, who are you choosing to be with? Are you meeting up with a bunch of buddies at a bar and just drinking and throwing darts all night long? Or are you meeting up with a bunch of buddies at a coffee shop and you're like going over like, Hey, is this the right business? Like I'm thinking through this, like come over to the shop. I'm trying to build this. I'm trying to figure something out here. You know, that completely different trajectory. You do that every Friday night for a year and the one guy is going to maybe start hitting more bullseyes than he used to on the dartboard. The other guy is going to have a business that's rocking and rolling. Yeah. You know? 100%. Yeah. I like that. It's kind of like the hey, – do you follow Alex Ramazzi? Mm, doesn't ring a bell. As, I don't think he hunts at all, but he's, he's a entrepreneur, starts a bunch of companies, and he's just – 
he's very intentional about learning, and he's very, I would say he's pretty wise for his age. He's not an old dude by any means. He's in his 30s. Um, but he's got a podcast, and one of the things he always does is he, just, he goes, hey, I do this. I don't sell anything. I don't have anything to sell you. I don't have sponsors. This podcast is just about information and value, so the only thing I will ever ask of you is to share it with somebody else. You know, kind of like you're, you know, I'm just going to lead with an incredible amount of value, and then eventually I might ask for one thing. But I've already given you all of this value. I mean, he's talking about how he built a $100 million company for free. He's just giving you all the secrets. This is exactly what I did. You know, I don't have sponsors. I'm not, I don't even have a t-shirt to sell you. I have nothing to sell you. Just please share my podcast with somebody you think would enjoy it. And so I've started doing that a little bit with this podcast. I'm going to start just every now and then just put it in there like, Hey guys, you know, just, if you've gotten anything of value from either me or a guest about starting a business, like just please share it with someone that's got an idea or always talks about doing something. Somebody you think might, might appreciate the podcast. You know, I appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Let's kick this episode off. Just a short, quick, kind of like you're saying, just provide a ton of value and then maybe cash in on it. Like Gary V says, it's like three to one. I don't know if you heard him talk yeah. about that, but you got to give three times before you ask once. And it, and then yeah, three more times. That's like, the, <laughs> that was the premise of his book, right? Jab, 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 right hook. Right? Yeah. And it was like, hey, you know, just don't always come out of the gate swinging or it's not, you know, people don't like that. <clears throat> yeah. So like for your, like for your businesses, it's awesome. Like here's a bunch of different ways you can, um, you know, hydrate in the back country. Here's a bunch of different ways you can find the right nutrition in the back country. Here's how you can save weight on your calories in the back country. A million ways you can do it. And then eventually like, Oh, by the way, I've got all of them in one bundle. Yeah. You know, I think that's pretty cool. Um, yep. I want to switch gears though, before we're done on the rebranding. So you've got, it sounds like you're, you just love entrepreneurship, starting businesses, starting adventures, probably creative, probably always thinking of an idea. If you're anything like me, you probably have a new idea every day before lunch and half of them you're like, yeah, that could be a million dollar idea. And then by supper, you're like, that's the worst idea, (laughs) (laughs) but that's how I go about it. And so I've got a few irons in the fire too, that are kind of all spread out. And it sounds like we talked a little bit, you're just really working on bringing everything under one roof. Is that a good way to put it? Yeah, it's, it's really, it's quite simple, right? Uh, two, twofold, I guess. Um, one, you know, if, if we back all the way up, um, the, the real, again, it's, it's not that we, it's not that we like broke onto the scene or like whatever, but we, we get my brother and I got a really big following right out of the gate on Instagram. Yeah. This was like, this was like 10 or 12, 11 years ago, whenever Instagram started and we were like real early and not only were we early, but my brother was exceptional with photography and Mm. editing and a camera. Right. And that was the name of the game with Instagram. At first, the whole entire algorithm was based around, you know, photos and just, I mean, they was just it had been bombarded with, with followers and there wasn't enough content, I'm sure. And so we were, I mean, ridiculous numbers, right? Like numbers that you would think like that something went viral because we were getting hundreds of new followers a week. If we didn't get hundreds of followers a week, we were like, what's going on? Like we need to post, you know, one more picture this week, whatever. So that, that was like the whole thing was just a, and, and, we called that team backcountry, right? For better or worse, we called it ourselves team backcountry. 
Mm. Like, you know, that's what we do. What we love um, was hunting the backcountry, And we still do predominantly Um, back then it was, you know, almost anyway. And so that for, for years there, um, you know, that was kind of who we were on, on the socials, at least Um, team backcountry you know, 30 something thousand followers or whatever. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it doesn't matter. It's just a number, but that, that kind of, at some point, my brother kind of like, you know, even got a little exhausted with it and was like, why are we doing this? Right. Yeah. And, and that was even pre like my Gary V phase and, and where I, where I really could see the future and like understand why we might want to keep something like that going. But, but I did, to my credit, like, you know, and his too, cause he kept helping with it, but I'm like, Hey man, like, I feel like this could turn into something somehow, some way, I don't know what it is or how, but like, let's just keep working on this. And so, you know, it hasn't grown much because, you know, a lot of that's, it's just not, the algorithms are different and it's hard and, and you have to bring some skill to those platforms, you know, especially particularly Instagram that's beginning to mature a little bit. Um, you know, and it's not just as simple as post up some photos and you get more followers. It doesn't work like that. Right. Like, and that's, that's fine. That's good. I'm not complaining about the algorithms or anything, but it's just, you know, it's just kind of, we've leveled off on that. Right. Well, so that's been there. Right. And we've, we've each got our own personal pages that ironically, um, and this proves my point in the last, I don't know, three, four, five years, I've actually spent more time on my personal Instagram page than my than the team backcountry page and the team backcountry has been stagnant for four or five years my personal page like this and the reason one of the key things is i finally said i don't care about the algorithm that i thought was behind the scenes or whatever i'm like i'm just gonna do whatever i want to do right and and all of a sudden like you know slowly but surely when you just are authentic and you're yourself and you're doing things because you want to do them, not for likes, not for followers, not for any of the other reasons than just, this is something that interests me. I review energy drinks all the time, has nothing to do with backcountry hunting, has nothing to do with gear or backpack food, even though we do offer these. Ironically, we offer the, the little 10 or 12 ounce can you can you can actually add that to a day's worth of food. Cause I'm like, dude, we got to throw in a white monster. Cause this, if you don't know, you know, now this is the best energy drink that's ever been made. Okay? Oh, I don't what know. I might, I might fist fight you over that. Oh God. Rains are good. Rains are like just most of but the specifically like, this one, the white gummy bear, what you, the gummy bear, gummy bear is like, I want to say I've rated it like a nine, five or, or it's, it's, it's up there. You got to do a Dave Portnoy. Like, Oh, I, that's my whole page. Oh, is it like, are you like one sip? Everybody knows the rules. Yeah. My, my little, my only catchphrase like that is anytime I review and it's not a 12 ounce can or a 16 ounce can, if it's a 12 ounce can, everyone knows that we minus one from the score, no matter what. Oh, so like a Celsius or a. Yeah, those like like anything twelve ounce minus one instantly if it's not a an adult sized sixteen ounce <laughs> can. So anyway, back to where I was going with all that. So I just on my personal page, I just started doing what I want and and that's been the best recipe lately of just like, hey, people start following you 
you know, like I get people who I'm sure think the, the energy drink things are funny. And then I get people who like my horse uh, content, right. Or backcountry, you know, then the backcountry hunting or, yeah. you know, my training, my dog, like I put everything out there and was just like, this is who I am and whatever. Right. Like, and I think that, you know, it's not that the algorithm or anything, it's just, I started pulling from all these different people and, and, and people just think sometimes that, you know, you can't be, you have to be what you are or whatever, right. Or you have to be what you're trying to be. And it's like, you can be whatever you want, right. Overnight. Right. I can be like, man, today, like I've gotten really into knitting, you know, and now we're just like, look at how epic knitting is. And I can do that if I want. Right. So right. anyway, so that, that to me, that kind of proved like, you know, Hey, you know, the, the Instagram is changing and molding or whatever. And I'm just telling you that to kind of illustrate kind of where I've been and where I'm going with my social stuff. So the rebranding, <clears throat> we, we had a website. The one thing that I regret is I let my brother, we, we canceled the team backcountry website. Right. But I, I also don't regret it. I try not to regret anything, but I don't regret it because it's what's kind of kickstarted me into this rebrand. And this is, this is going to be a good thing in the long run. Um, because, because we shut that website down, I didn't all of a sudden too, I was like, you know, I, I, I like to write stories of my hunts, right. Or yeah. I like to write art blog articles. Um, uh, I would like a, a better website place to, to post up my mm. podcast episodes, yeah. right. Or, or whatever it is. And I needed a home, right? Maybe I want to start doing gear reviews or whatever. And I needed a hub. I needed a home. I needed a website, right? And so that got me to the point where I'm like, you know, the team backcountry thing, it, like, it's almost like a little old school, like team Realtree, right? right? Team Primos or whatever, like way back in the day. That's how, that's what we, you and I, I'm sure like all those team Realtree, right? That's what you wanted. Everyone wanted to be team Realtree growing up or whatever, um, but it, it's just, it's a little old and outdated and, and plus, um, the, the back, not the team part, but the back country, it's, it's kind of like my Instagram page. Like it's, it's changed a little bit. I don't just hunt the back country, right? Sometimes, um, sometimes I just, there's hunts that are road hunts and I don't care. Like I just, yeah. you know, I do go do my thing or whatever. And, but it's always been hunting. And so that brings us all around to like, I just, I just have brought all, it's nothing crazy. I've just brought, you know, I, I'm, I'm back to creating a website that um, I can house all this valuable content that I want to put out for really no ask at the time. I don't have any underlying thing or whatever. You know, I, I have my backpack food that I'm obviously going to like, Hey, by the way, right. If you're, right. if you're, you know, if you've been here for 10 blog articles and you're still into this, like you probably, you know, are a backcountry hunter anyway. And, you know, or, or my brother does some guiding, right. And this, the great thing about this is people like, you know, it, it cross pollinates naturally, right? right. I don't even mm -hmm. half the time, I don't have to market the things that I'm into. People just know that like, oh yeah, I've seen your other posts. You're the backpack food guy. Or you guys have the pack llamas, right? Maybe you've seen those. Or your brother does guiding, and that just it it naturally cross pollinates itself. So that that's it, right? The name, the brand of it is called the Huntian. Okay, yeah. it's it's a little bit weird and unique. Um, 
I I wrestled with the name for a long time. The irony is I don't think branded names matter. Like, you know, what does McDonald's mean or what did Nike mean before it became, you know, they, they have some meaning sometimes, but like you didn't know what Nike was until Nike told you what it was, right? And so I think, you know. Yeah, both are true. I think you you make the brand, right? So it, sometimes it doesn't matter. But I think there are other examples where the name is gold. Like the one I like is tethered tree. I don't know. You're not a whitetail tree saddle. I know what, I know what they are, but like, it's a great name. It's, you know, there's a deeper message there. Like, yeah, you right. want to be tethered to that tree or, um, Onyx. It's a great one. You don't think about it all the time, but what's their thing. It's like getting on the X, like, let's make yeah. sure you're in the right yeah. spot and, or go hunt. And like, up, go hunt. And up front, <laughs> up front though, they had to, they had to create that brand, but now on X, you just, boom, you think of it, you know exactly what company that is and what that means. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. So you, the, the they got end. lucky. Um, but you can also like, there's all kinds of examples on the flip side to your point where you pick the name because it resonates with you, and then you make that brand. And I, those right. examples, I would talk to like OKest Hunter if you've known, um, <laughs> uh, know them, or Catching Deers, the Catching Deers yeah. brand. Like they, like they picked a name that they liked that maybe wasn't you know perfectly tailored from a board of you know graphic designers and and you know inspirational thinkers and thought leaders, right? Going around a table nitpicking every single letter, like some brands probably yeah. did have. They just said, hey, you know, the catching deer story, they brought a new guy to deer camp, and he walked in, you guys, got, you guys catch anything today? Catch and anything. so, yeah, we're just out here catching deers. And um, and then that's what stuck, you know, and then they made the brand around that. And so I think, like, what the way you're doing it is just the uh, the, the true authentic way to build a brand. It's it's you, you know, it's your brand. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and those all those brands you just mentioned, right, catching deers – it works not just not like the name is the name, but it works because they went out and they put up the content. They followed right? through. Yeah. The name they will never make your it, business right? alone. They, yeah. Yeah. They, they made the character or whatever it is, right? At Rut Daniels. Daniels. <laughs> and they, like, but, but they're hitting record and they're putting up the content in general, right? That's the most basic principles. Like they had to do that. So yeah, the, listen, the hunting it uh, to me, I loved it for two reasons mainly. Um, it actually, it, it sounds like to me, it sounds like a news hub. Okay, okay. the Huntian, right? It almost sounds like it could be an old school newspaper. Yeah. About hunting, right? And so I, I liked that, like, oh, the Huntian, right? It's like your hub, and the more you say it, and the more, because I've been down that road, right? It's like, oh man, the Huntian, like that's like a, a you know, it almost sounds like a prestigious like newspaper. Uh, print for kind of are you thinking like kind of like the huffington post or the times sure yep yep exactly exactly but it also has a a meaning like the a hunt the the word hunting is like an old english word it's actually like a verb to hunt right and so it doesn't it doesn't perfectly you know cross over but it it does like it's like hey the hunting like to hunt you know the hunter or whatever you want to think of it so anyway and yet it's, it's nothing, it's nothing new. It's nothing different than what I've been doing now for, you know, back 10, 12, 14 years. Uh, we've, you know, we've, we haven't been heavy in YouTube, but we've done plenty of YouTube reviews and we've filmed some hunts that are up on YouTube. So that's not new. 
uh, the podcast, obviously, it's just a home for the podcast I'm already doing. I may rebrand it. I may not. Might still stay finding backcountry. <clears throat> the Instagram page will change, right? It, overnight, it'll go from team backcountry to the hunting, and hopefully no one will care or notice, and I don't care if they do, right? If I lose half my followers, great. I'm just I'm just going to get it on brand and everything, pull it together, and then I'm going to have a I'm going to have a hub here where now I can start pumping a little bit more consistently because I've just I've matured in this, right? I've matured in yeah. in the content production side of this um where I feel like I can you know and and I have people that I think can help me be more consistent with, you know, it's not just me. It might be someone else writing a blog article, someone else jumping on the podcast or someone else doing a gear review or filming their hunt or whatever and it'll be a home for all that. So yeah. the Huntian, the Huntian.com. It's nice not, when everything. Not up yet, but it will be. It's nice when everything finds its place um, in one location. So that way, like you, you, you don't have to be like, well, go follow my food over here, and go follow my Instagram over there, and go and go check out the blog on this spot. You know, you just go to the Huntian. Everything you need to know is over at the Huntian. You know, it's nice when you yeah. can do that. I'm the opposite right now. I got two different shows that are drastically different, and a product company that doesn't fit either one of them. <laughs> That's okay though. For now, to, 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 to be honest, to be honest, my the backpack logistics will probably stay the same, okay? Because it's um, it's not that I'm I'm anti hunting on the backpack logistics page, but I I'm sensitive to the fact that there's a lot of different people that backpack and they're welcome to buy my food, and I'm not, I'm not going to shove hunting down their throat, right? I'm not going to put a grip and grin dead buck picture on the backpack logistics homepage. We don't hide it. We use some of those photos, the tasteful ones and stuff like that, but yeah. it'll, it'll stay its own little home and it will orbit around the hunting naturally. And I'll probably cross link them a little bit. Um, but you know, it's, it's whatever, right? If yeah. that works for you, like, you know, you have your reasons and good. And if you don't like like me, then, and you get a wild hair one day, we're like, you know what? I'm going to conglomerate all this into one thing, and it's the hunt. Great. Like, you know, it's whatever, right? Yeah. There's a, so many ideas, I think, that, like, I have. And I think some people, they probably aren't inflicted like I am. Where Coming up with ideas is not the problem. I have way more ideas than I can ever follow through on. But if I were to pick any one of them, Nine times out of ten, they are very attainable. Like ideas for product companies, you know, thinking through a service company, thinking through a type of content channel. All of them are pretty attainable if you wanted to. And so that get, that's kind of the point is like you really can do anything you want. Now, I've got a couple ideas that would take a lot of investment and time to build out. Great. I'm going to start with these other ones and, and build those up to the point where they can kind of float the operation so I can, you know, you know, build a company that can pay for the next company, if you will. And it's kind of like what you did. You know, I built a network. I built a podcast that can help me launch the next thing. And then that Backpack yeah, Logistics so helps me launch the, the, the service or the subscription service. And that's going to help me launch the hunting. And, you know, it, it doesn't mean you have to start I with the end game. Right. I think that it's always all relative, right? In other words, um, listen, if I had gotten, let's say, fired from my job uh, four years ago or something, this would be a whole different conversation. I would have gotten very aggressive. Yeah. I would have gone for broke, literally, 
right? It would have been a completely different story for me, but I'm afforded the right to hold my breath on the side with this stuff because I have my, I still have my nine to five or whatever. And I can, I can kind of be doing both. Also, what is your end goal? Right. Right. And, and right now I didn't need to make money off this. And so I can afford to just put up a website that pumps content that doesn't produce any money or whatever. Um, you know, and so it's, it's just, it's all always relative. Also, what is your end goal and what, what do you really want to get out of something? I'll tell you what I want. I saw these guys who are getting to go hunt, not getting to go hunt. They have to go hunt to feed their business content and ideas and experience. And I can, I couldn't stand it another day. Like I decided that if it takes me 40 years to get to that point, where I have a business, whether it's a product business or a service business or whatever, where I'm, I'm not only okay to go hunt, but I'm expected to go hunt each fall or get gear and use it or do a review or whatever it is Right. that I was forced to do that because of the thing that I'm involved in. I was going to go for that. Like, you know, the life's too short, right? Yeah. And it's hunting is the one thing that's just you know, besides baseball that I had years ago that just, you know, you, you don't have a choice, right? With sports, you get ripped out of stuff like that. And it's like a part of you is amputated, but you can't get it back with hunting. I got a lot of years left. And so I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. And that, that was my why. And so, you know, that's, that's kind of the underlying like foundation of where all this might be going in 28 years or whatever is I step off my other ship and I just walk into Hey, like, boom, I've got this thing that I've set up for years here. And now I can go, I have to go hunt each year to get content or whatever for this, this, you know, mothership of whatever it ends up being at the end. My, if I were, I was going to like say in, in humor, a little bit in humor. One of the things I want to get out of all this is shooting a big mule deer every year. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, that is the next on the list because I've shot a monster elk. I've shot another great bull. Um, I've done the antelope. The mule deer one has just evaded me. I've shot three mule deer what's, bucks. What's a monster mule deer to you? Oh, my threshold is laughably low compared to probably what you're thinking. So <laughs> that's I've, what I was. I've done that's what I suspected. I done. I've done three mule deer hunts. I've seen some monster bucks. We saw one in Colorado this year elk hunting that was easily 180. I mean, this thing was huge. It was wide, it was tall, it had deep forks. I noticed its mass from like 300 yards away first. I mean, I'm just like, that's the biggest mule deer I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, it, it, we didn't have tags, and it was 300 yards away with a bow. But, no, I've done mule deer hunts, but unfortunately, the three mule deer hunts that I've done, um, due to you know where we chose to get tags, droughts, pressure, it's always been a situation of basically shoot the first legal buck you see because it's pretty much going to be the only buck. The last one we did, I passed a couple of forks, um, and it ended up shooting like a 120-inch 3x3. I'm guessing he was probably three years old in an extreme drought year. That might have been like a normal, like a small 4x4, but he just he barely forked on both sides. I didn't even really count him. Um, but I just well, want a mule deer hunt where you look at bucks and you're like, mm, not today. I'm gonna go find another one. It's 
it's super it's super tough right because um where you're at especially you're 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 trying to find this equilibrium of you know i haven't done this long enough to be passing deer because i'm not exactly the best at it right comma if i keep shooting all these small deer i'm never going to shoot the big <laughs> one right and it's like yeah that's the trick where you're at is you know you, you kind of have to dig in i think for the longer haul and expect like hey you know i'm new to this and i'm figuring this out and like man just you know and and i don't i have no idea where you're at but like maybe it's stalking mule deer that you know keeps keeps blowing out any decent buck that you've ever tried it's like hey you know what screw this like i've got to just execute every stock i can get in front of me and shoot the two point for the and and that's oh no i'm talking with the rifle even i mean i've never had a problem with that (laughs) sure regardless right so so now the now now the conversation isn't a stock it's probably how are you glassing or whatever right and i think part of it's been where where you're where you're actually putting in or you know whatever the conversation needs to be but it's always been a back burner hunt the the primary hunt's always been archery elk yeah and and it's so then give that give that crap up give (laughs) put your well i am this year i'm giving it up because my wife finally finished residency and and listen i was gonna say this but we already went over an hour because it's just so much fun talking to like-minded people but we'll have to do like a western rookie finding backcountry episode that focuses more on the mule deer the horses all the other stuff but um no i am giving up archery elk this next year because my wife is uh finally finished residency she just bought a new bow she shot the first buck on our new farm with her bow um and she wants to go antelope hunting so we're doing that this year instead cool and uh but yeah i think it's mostly been like i got nine days for archery elk and then maybe i'll get out for three days on a mule deer hunt quick over the counter um i'm building points across the west but i think it needs to just be like this year the goal is mule deer we're gonna do a seven day we're gonna do we're gonna spend all season figuring out the best the best opportunity that's in our cards, right? You know, I got a couple points in Colorado. I've got like six in Wyoming. I've got three, four in Montana. I mean, there's a million ways that you can go shoot a, a decent mule deer on an over-the-counter tag or a general tag. Um, it's just never been the number one priority because of the elk. But I've done the elk a couple times. I've been a part of bulls. I've watched my brother shoot a bunch of bulls with his bow. I've shot some dandy bulls. I, there's, one, there's a 350 right outside that door. So... I've, it's like I've kind of scratched that itch for the time being, and the next itch is just like I want to get back into mule deer. I love mule deer. I love a good four by four. I'm talking like 150 inch four by four is in danger, like for me. <laughs> and you probably wouldn't look twice at them, but you know, I'm not. I'm not picky. I just want that nice four by four with a you know decent forks, decent mass, you know. Nothing. I'm not picky. I'm not asking for the moon and the stars. Like I'm just asking for a run of the mill three, four, five year old mule deer. Well, do do it in Colorado while you have some points, and before those wolves make it uh, run a muck all over the place. Oh gosh, we're gonna have that'll be a whole podcast by itself. Is the Colorado wolves? Yeah. <laughs> I watched. They've been blowing up my feed this week, so I'm gonna get angry if I keep thinking about it. <laughs> so. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on tonight, Dustin, telling your story, kind of your why, the energy you bring to this entire conversation. I mean, obviously you love this stuff and and it's pretty evident. And I think that's going to help inspire um, people to, you know, just be like, you know what? 
I'm going to do it. You know, I just listened to this person talk for an hour about how they, you know, started it and they knew there was something there, but they didn't know when or where or how, but they just got going. And then all of a sudden, bada bing, bada boom, you know, five years later, you got all these things going. You know, that's kind of the whole purpose of this show is to just, you know, show by example just what can happen when you start, when you take that first step. Yeah. L- listen, man, I that that's all I hope is that it brought value to someone and one single person kind of gets or feels, you know, that again, the irony is there's I have a couple really good friends at work um, and not that they're not starting their thing or whatever, but the the way that this kind of this rebranding even came about is they were again, they were kind of looking for that that deal that side hustle that little extra thing or something you know in their passion and we work in a passionate industry anyway but it was just you know they're just looking for something and i'm like i had this exact conversation with them you know all over again and at the end of with both of them it like it hit me and i'm like dude like take your own advice and just (laughs) run with like yeah you know just like kind of rebrand this whole thing and and do this this same thing that you've been talking about for yourself and so that's what I'm trying to do, right. Kind of live what I preach. And, and, uh, yeah, man, uh, one thing I'll promise is like, it just, you know, you might as well dump all that, some of that effort and time and money into yourself. Right. Like if you're, if you're even this close to thinking that, you know, you might be that person, like bet on yourself, man, and, and be ready to take the L. Cause that means that you're about to win but like, just bet on yourself. Some stuff's not going to work. You're going to figure it out. I didn't even know those headphones that you're wearing. I didn't even know what headphones guys were wearing. When I started my podcast, I watched like 17 podcasts, just like this. You're just waiting for finally, them to turn far enough that you can get. Yep, <laughs> exactly. Cause I, I'm not a techie guy. I don't know what the heck I was doing. Somebody turned just enough. It was like Brian call on the gritty podcast. And I'm like, whoop, and I froze it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, Audio Technica, BPSH. And I'm like, holy crap, I got it. But that took me like four weeks. Yeah, these are BPHS ones. There <laughs> Audio you go. Technica. I have the same, I have the same one. So if anyone's wondering about a podcast, just cut to the chase and get the Audio Technica BPSH ones or whatever. But if anyone anyway. wants to start a podcast, just DM me and I will give you everything you need to think about to start a podcast my goal for this show it hasn't happened yet but my goal for this show is to just to wake up one morning and get an instagram message from someone and it goes hey man hey brian whatever i've been listening to the show i've listened to every episode i didn't know what i wanted to do i do i want to do something but after listening to you know x episode you know what i'm in i did it I started my business three months ago. It's going great. Or I just got my first order. And then to have that person on the podcast and to like share their story is like a full circle moment is the dream. And it's going to happen eventually. I mean, just numbers and chance and statistics, eventually it'll happen. But that's kind of what I'm looking forward to on this podcast is the first time someone reaches out and it's like, I started my thing because I listened to your podcast and it, you know, now it's the best thing I ever, best decision I ever made. Yep. Yeah. And that, that'll mean more to you than any little sale or any little product or any little, even your sponsorship to anything. I, I, I'm with you. That stuff means more because it's like, it's real, right? It's like someone's life is different or, you know, it's like real, it's real stuff. Right. And that's, 
that's big and and it's you know it's not it's not that we all do it for the warmy good feelies like that 100% but it's def it's a big part of it so yeah hopefully that's what someone gets out of this man if not and listen i'm 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 an open i'm even more open book than this like you said if you want someone wants to get into specifics of like you said how to start their podcast or do good on a social media page or you know whatever like at at Dustin Whitmer on my Instagrams, the fastest and easiest. Uh, Dustin at the Huntian, H U N T I A N dot com. Email like hit me up, man. I'm I'm open book. Anything I can help with. Awesome. Well, I'll put a link to the Instagram pages in the show notes, and then um, so anyone that wants to reach out or follow along and check out everything you got going, they can just click the link below. But I appreciate you being here once again, Dustin, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Finding Backcountry podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe and mention it to your friends. But the best thing you can do, leave a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. For notes and links to this and other episodes, please visit findingbackcountry.com.